everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Hey, Todd, how we doing? The scramble to get the headphones on, and to the left of me, Oscar Tayeda. How's it going, my man? What's up, Chief? What are you, what are you uh, promoting today? Oh, dude, nothing. I'm really? Good. What ah. you got going? No. Huh. So how many years is it that you've been promoting nothing? At least since the Big Lebowski. So uh, Oscar Tayeda, uh, people may know, was my roommate for many years at our old apartment in Long Beach, California. Yep. And uh, Oscar's a great buddy of mine and always funny on the show, but lots of times we have people come on that they're like, oh, I'm a comic book artist, or I'm a comedian, or I'm something. Oscar? No. He's just a Cuban. Yep. He's That's just, it, dude. He's just repping Cubanity. That's right. <laughs> so, thank you, Buck, for coming by the show. Hey, no problem. So I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the show today. And uh, Buck and I were talking the other day. I was at the golf course, huh? and I was giving Buck a ring, and I was saying, uh, "Buck, we need some topics." Oh yeah. And I was when like, was that? <laughs> "When was that?" It was yesterday. Oh Man. shit! I was oh. at the golf course yesterday. Oh. In the links. And after uh, playing 18 holes of golf, I was hot and sweaty, and I said, "Buck, we're recording tomorrow." Right, and we need some topics. What should we talk about? And Buck said that he had some shit to confess, but because he hadn't been to confession in a while, <coughs> he wanted to get some shit off his chest. It's been a minute, you know. And I think you know me being Catholic, I I go to confession not a lot, but I've been to it. You guys, do you ever do that? I've never. Been. Do you ever take account for what you've done in your life to someone else? You know, like talk to them. I get yelled at by my wife, <laughs> <laughs> but really, I mean, you know, it's the internal shit. It's a shit. You know, you don't talk about. To your friends and stuff, but you admit to someone who's behind a partition who you don't really know. So have you? It's been? very cathartic. No, uh, Oscar, it's, you're very, it's very cathartic. Oscar, you weren't you weren't raised a Catholic, no. so you've never been to. No, never. Really? Wow. But I, w- I wouldn't even know what to confess. Like, and how often do people do this? Like once a you're week. You're supposed to do it every fucking week. Once a week. Once a week. So like, okay. Now, so, I guess so, if you're if you're taking account of everything you do during the week, it's probably easier than if you're. I'm going to cover the next the last twelve years. Okay, so if you're a really hardcore Catholic, you do all the stuff. You're supposed to. I think on Wednesday or something like that, they have. Like, Is there a time like Wednesday before noon? Well, you're always supposed to have it before you get the sacrament of um, communion. Which is on Sunday. Which is the wafer, right? But do you, you do that once once a week? You're yeah, Catholic? you're supposed to. You're supposed to go every week to church and receive that every week. As someone raised Methodist, we did it once a month. Yeah, like once a month. Yeah, the vigil. Whenever we get a chance. Yeah, I know. But uh, I I have a friend who he's grown up. He moved to Alaska and he's become like hardcore Christian. And I remember like we're at hanging out and he's like, "Yeah, you don't even understand the people that are going up to get communion and that don't uh, confess before that. That's a that's the worst sin you could do. That's the most horrible thing you could do. And I'm sitting there in the bar with him, and I'm like, yeah, you're I, sitting in the bar with him, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I did that, what, two days ago. <laughs> so, so you're confessing like, about the drinks you had, right? Right, like, yeah. Not, it's not like that. It's, you know, just shit you feel guilty for. Type wait, of thing. When was the last time you confessed? Wow, it's been, it's been years. It's been years. I think, you know, maybe I went to mass or something when a family member was very ill. And, you know, and that's the thing, too. I don't like to go when they have the scheduled times. As far as I see, the Catholic Church should be like, you know, like a McDonald's. 
Like, they should have masses every fucking hour, every fucking day. Make, make, make chick? Make yeah, them. you should be able to walk in there and, like, get blessed, you know? Give they, me a number two. They, they, have these certain <laughs> <laughs> they have these certain hours and shit where it's like, I can't keep up with that. I work every, like, today is Sunday. What did I do? I, I went to Malibu and worked at a winery. I ain't got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time to confess. <laughs> yeah, but it's just tough. So, I mean... Working on a day of rest. Damn. Exactly. It's, and that's a sin in itself, that too, is, right? It is. Show my Shabbos. <laughs> it's fucked up. So, it's tough being a Catholic, Buck, is what you're telling me. Well, it's, you know, once you get past all the guilt and, <laughs> and all that bullshit, it, it's, a, it's fun. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's fucked up. So, when, when you go to confession... Right. There's like a dude in a booth. Like, I always mm-hmm. see it. There's like this weird <clears throat> latticed booth. Right. And he's like... What sins have you? And you committed? have an unobstructed or an obstructed view of who's who Shit. you're confessing to. Although it always seemed weird to me, they had their name like right outside of the confessional. So you know who it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you're going to Father Tom. Yeah, like you're like, oh wait, who do I want to go to? Oh yeah, Father Tom's cool. Talk about a great reality show. If, like, Father Tom was like, you wouldn't believe the shit I... Because I, you know that all the priests get back together. Because what, what else they got to do besides smoke and drink wine? Right. Right. They got to go back and go, oh, oh, you wouldn't believe what Mary said this week. Right. You know? And, and if it's once a week, if you have to confess sins you're committing once a week, you're a pretty shit Catholic, right? Like, you keep sinning. Like, well, you should be able to get it right after no, at least well, three weeks. Well, that's what it is. I mean, we're... It's inherent in that we're going to sin. That's kind of the mentality you're supposed to have. Okay. And you're not supposed to be perfect in this world. It's, you're not meant to be. It's like you're committing a traffic violation at all times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah Which yeah. they say you actually are, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. You're almost, you, you just get caught. You right. just admit it every right. time you you know don't use your blinker. I just right. paid uh, yeah. 300 bucks to uh, yeah, the a- uh, L- L.A. County for a violation. But anyway, so you sit there and the guy's like... Hello, Buck Perez. You're coming to me right now. What sins have you committed in the past week? I know you masturbated. Do they they sing like that? Yes. They chant. That's fucking dope. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. I I could get with that. They don't really do that. No, they don't. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, it's very, you know, it's, it is, like I said, a guilt-ridden religion, but they try not to make you feel that guilty. It always involves some kind of prayers, some kind of penance that you have to do at the end. Say this prayer this many times, and stuff like that. Seems like a pretty easy out. Wait, so now, yeah, if, but well, your soul is clear. Well, once you then, are you? Is it okay to just go back and do it again? Just to yeah, do the have, same sin. If yeah. you get to keep going back every week, right? Right. I think if you came back to the same priest over and over with the same shit, he'd be like, "All right, you got a problem, motherfucker." You know, really? in so many words, right? It, it's yeah. time for you to start coming to the uh, the church basement. And uh, going to our Al-Anon classes, you know. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope. not nope. here. Well, see, I went to Catholic school. You didn't, so yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm warped like this. <laughs> so we we have on our show. We've decided that we could all be cleansed of our own individual sins if we just confess some shit in our lives. Right, right. And and Buck wanted all of us to confess in order to have clear souls. Correct. Right. Because with clearer souls, maybe we can make better comedy. Maybe we'd be better people. Right. Maybe we can each sort out each other's shit if we all confessed. Sam Kinison was a preacher. Yeah, he was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So. Good to know. My, the lady who does my taxes is, a, is an ordained minister. In the, uh, which, which, which 
which uh, I, I he, well, was just imp- he was just impressed with that much <laughs> that was good like, dude i was like really so she, matter. she could like, she could clear up my time ta- she could clear up my my bankruptcy right <laughs> take care of my taxes and get me married but hey, for all you right. know but for all you know it's a church of satan well i know <laughs> i ain't asking that many questions i'm a universal church of life ordained minister wow you just, you just go online yeah anyone could do that shit nowadays yeah i know at least uh two or, two or three friends that have you know tattoos all over their arms and shit like that and they're like yeah i'll, I'll marry you todd also I'll, bought I'll a star you. Huh? What's that? Didn't you also buy a star? Oh god, a star. Yeah, where you had a star, a star named, named after, after you. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I have a whale named after me. I have a star. I have a brick. And you have a, a brick at the UCLA at YMCA. Yeah, I have a brick at the YMCA. Had you had a brick at the UCLA, that would have been dope. I mean, no, the Torn South Bay YMCA, yeah. and I also have a, a brick at the, uh, the saloon in Nevada. Yeah, nice. It says I, Big Al on it. I just dropped bricks. <laughs> go ahead. So, uh, oh God, I, I got off. I got off track. All right. So, what are the confessions? I, I was going somewhere. So let's 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 get some confessions. I'll start, and then we'll go back, and we'll go around the table. Right. Are we going to give each other penance? We have to do. Maybe maybe we should decide what kind of prayer we should do after after right. doing it. Right. Uh, I want to confess that I am banned from both the Long Beach and Torrance Public Libraries. Wow. And I also got my own mother banned from the Torrance Library from using her card and not returning books on time and not paying the fine. Nice. So, like, because the local Lakewood thing is the Long Beach Library, I actually can't go to the library and get books out. Did you try? Uh, I have not of recent, but uh, as recent as 10 years ago, I went to check out a book and I I tried to open a library card and I gave them my social security number and they said, I'm sorry. Wow. I got wow. declined from our library card. So this nice. is because you kept stuff, a lot of stuff out and never returned it. I'm a slow reader. <laughs> yeah. Well, how long can you have? Like two weeks, right? Yeah. Well, the, the point was I racked up some heinous fines. Mm. And, so the, and then I, I didn't pay said fines. And then I just let them sit there and go to collections. And then now they won't allow me. I could go into the building. And I can like look at the microfilm, like when I go there and I try right. to look up old LA Times articles the on microfiche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The fish is gonna, good. <laughs> the fish is good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, so I am banned from all uh, public libraries I've tried to uh, attend. Maybe I can make, go to the city of Bellflower and get some books My out of God. there. But do they know? You can go to Hawthorne. Do, do, do they know that you are more financially viable now? Uh, I, I I think once you're out, you're out. Mm. I think mm. once you've committed that. I'd figure they like, get. It's like Pete Rose. You'd figure it's like a good government. You're yeah, you're fucked. Dude. I'm banned. You're banned. So no what, matter, do I, what do I do? No matter what we do to try yeah. and get you back in there, those people are not having that. Maybe shit. we could start some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of thing. Free Todd Perry. Let yeah. Todd Perry get a book out. Dude. I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll have an ALS type challenge where we just chuck some books at you. There you go. <laughs> you how stand about, there and we we throw books at you. How about we burn books? Mm. Dude, yeah. I'm saying they they sh- library shouldn't be rejecting nobody right now. Who goes to the library anymore? Nope. It's a weird crowd. You yeah. know, you know the weirdest thing is you see these these ads and it's for like everybodyonline.org or whatever, right. and it's that woman who's never been online in that commercial, and she's sitting there like looking like like a big dumb eggplant head. And she looks into the computer, and she's Skyping for the first time and yeah. talking to family members she hasn't seen in 13 years. It's like, everybodyonline.org. And you're like, 
like I understand there were there, there there's a financial thing to be able to able to get online. There's you know, but not having ever been online in your entire life, like that's that's kind of on you. Like that's not on anybody trying to take care. They're of trying you. to hit up that newly outed Amish crowd. You know, right? People she wasn't even Amish. She was just looking at. And they had the video of she's looking at the computer like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> well, like, where have a, you been? Have you been employed for you?" Know? There's people from other countries that come here late in life. She, oh, well, most other countries have the internet, hmm. and most other countries almost have most like you go to Korea and they have like the bomb ass internet everywhere in South Korea. Like internet in India, there is internet everywhere in India. Damn. Yeah. They got computers that don't even need batteries. You just crank them out. Nowhere, yeah. nowhere to sleep, but they got they got internet bars. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, there's there's internet everywhere for for a woman in America. That that's that's kind of on you, right. right? I would think so. Buck, what are you confessing? All right, this is kind of shocking. All right, I smoke weed. What? what? I'm about to smoke some right now. Okay, I just want to excuse smoking. No, but you know about Cooper. You know about Cooper. Yes. Yeah, my buddy Coop. Yeah. Coop. He lives up the street. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So he wouldn't lead me astray, right? Mm. He wouldn't lead me down a wrong path. He's a good man. He wouldn't bamboozle you. But yes, he did. Oh. I think I was a junior in high school, sophomore, junior. Calls me up. He's like, hey, you want to go see a TV show? I'm like, what? You watch some TV? No, no, no. You want to go see one being taped? Shit. I've never had, I've never been to one of those before. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and you think it's going to take like, you know, a few hours. He's like, oh, it might take a while. I'm like, all right, let's go. He picks me up. His sister's driving the car. He's in the passenger seat. I get in the back. I'm like, hey, what's up? All right, let's go. All right. Blazing a little, you know, on the way out there. He's like, he's like, so what are we seeing? Oh, okay. uh, I didn't tell you. No. Blossom. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I went to a taping of Blossom. Really? This is back in the yes, Miami Bialik and Joey Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, with Joey Lawrence. What was his catchphrase on that show? Yo, no. Oh, what was it? Oi. <laughs> Dude, that scent of a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. What was it? Yo, yo, do. Yeah, well, that's, that's so oh, my God. But no, that was when it was. He was at his peak. Dude. Okay, that's show- six was kind of cute. Oh, yeah, six, yeah, she was. Was, high. Yeah, six was, high. was high. Six was high. dude. Yeah, but, but Joey went from like you know, the cute kid on Give Me a Break to getting his break on Blossom. It was his transition that was great. You know, his story, his arc is just still going, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so it took at least I think like five or six hours. I just remember it was tw- I mean, that's some real art, though. It was an some- episode of Blossom. You know why it took so long because they're like, We didn't have enough laughs in this last scene, we need you guys to laugh more. Like, yeah, well, maybe you should write some funny <laughs> shit. yeah, really, like that. It was pretty bad, dude. Mm. And uh, I remember the comedian guy was going around to people, and one of the most embarrassing moments in my life was when I did a Chewbacca impression. For the whole, that's right. Pretty good. That's pretty that's good. A, that's exactly what was me putting my two hands up like that too. Like, wait, good. no, Chewbacca never put his hands I know, up. I know, but I thought it. <laughs> Chewbacca never did. Much like, like a, your mummy, I was in the moment. All right, I was trying to do it. Chewy, Chewy never did like a weird borscht belt. Like, <laughs> hey, you hide me. Like, <laughs> but good. I got I got absolutely no love from the audience. They did not see my Chewbacca impressions you should have never gone to that it was one of those moments in life where I'm like dear god why am I here you know yeah Yeah. yo was that it it feels wrong 
It was something else. <laughs> Oscar. Confess. Yeah, man. All right. So this is. He may not understand why this is embarrassing, but it is. If it's for a me. true embarrassment, then well, uh, it is. So I work in an area where there's a lot of Hispanics. Yep. And a lot of Armenians. Yes. And I can't tell the difference between a Mexican, a Guatemalan, a Salvadorian. Or an Armenian. Okay. The, okay. Armenian. They're all Mexican. Pretty good. <laughs> that, that's what I thought. They're all Mexican. So, right. Right, Guatemalan. So, that's Guatemalan. not a sweeping statement. So he, I, I, I can't. A, he, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I like I. As a, someone who lives in the L.A. area, I feel like I run across a lot of Hispanic people. I, 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 are Guatemalans Hispanic? Dude, I'm Hispanic, and I can't tell the damn difference. Right. Yeah. One, I don't know the difference between the different ethnicities. I know I'm Cuban. That's about it. <laughs> I know my family's Cuban. I, I couldn't tell you that I know another Cuban if I saw Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, I don't know a Guatemalan from a Salvadorian or a Mexican. I can't tell them all apart. Mm. Well, the, 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 I think I'm going to offend a lot of people. On yeah, the, uh, well, I just I, did with my blanket statement. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. But, but I am very I really can't tell. And, and, look, and while that is embarrassing, it's more embarrassing that I work in an area where I have to see individuals and then like, like there's a machine that we ask them what language you know what language is the language that they prefer and like they when say Guatemalan when you know <laughs> Spanish or Armenian right so then like people come up and they I try to guess and I'll say in Spanish what are you here for and then they'll be like Armenian I'm like oh I missed it well, and then the, Armenian? and then the Armenians will the, the Hispanics will come up and I'm just like entering the information in, in Armenian and they're like. Espanol. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I'm all off. Maybe it's your eye. Maybe you need to get new glasses. You wear glasses. Dude, I'm telling you, they all, they look all very similar. Armenians and, but it's a dress thing. Not the. Not when you're dealing with the 70 year olds. Okay. We're going down a weird thing, but you know, the Armenians <laughs> always wear kind of like suits. Well, yeah. Kind of have like, kind of a, a weird, uh, difficult to. <clears throat> Say yeah, you're going in some weird areas. You know, Club Persh. You know the old South Park episode. <laughs> but they look more Persian, and mm. Persian people like the gold package on the car. It's just the way I'm it not is. Looking at their cars, if if it was that, I mean, it'd be really easy because whoever's driving a Mercedes, Iranian. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's my confession. I, I feel real bad about it because I should know and I don't. Mm. I can't honestly like amongst being grown up in an Asian neighborhood. I have someone's Chinese, uh, Japanese, Korean, all that. I'm totally fine with and it. I, I can. Oddly, I, I I know the difference. Oddly, we went to the same middle school and high school, and I I know we went to school with a lot of Japanese and a lot of Korean, and I don't know the difference. Really, you can't tell. There's no way. There's no way to tell, Oscar. I, I, what I, you can't I feel tell. terrible about it, but it's true. Well, you know, I know white people. Philippi- put uh, Filipinos in that too. No, I know the Filipinos. Come on, man. Dude. Yeah. Dude. dude. Well, the, the thing is, if, if. I can't tell. Korean. People, I'm colorblind like Martin Luther King. There you go. The thing is, the thing is here's the deal. On, honestly, uh, Japanese women tend to be the best looking of the Asians. But that is a worse stereotype than. No, but the best looking. Korean girl will be better than the best looking Japanese. Wow. It's just at a lower ratio. Okay. I know this sounds weird. We're getting into a weird thing. <laughs> Confess, Oscar. I did. Yeah. Confess your lack of. You know what? This means actually, this is actually a good thing. 
you just see humanity. That's right. You don't see race. I don't. Right. You just see like there could be a black guy walking up or a watermelon, and you're like, it's your peekity penny, right? You, like you, you don't know. I don't know. Watermelon. Like, Which, and, and, like and the, you know, like the Caribbean Spanish people, uh, you know, ca- Caribbean Latins, really throw it all off. All right. I will say this. <laughs> yes. I know, I know a Dominican baseball player when I see one. Yeah, okay. Because nice. right. he's playing shortstop, to be fair. All right. All right. So, that, you know, I'll just say that. All right. I have got a, I've got a confession. Oh. I once lied on a resume in order to get a job. Oh, God. And got the job. All right. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that. Well, I, well, it was like when I was leaving CBS Radio and going to the next job, I didn't have all the qualifications for the next job as a full-time writer. My buddy was doing the hiring, and so I turned him in the resume, and he goes, eh, we're going to beef up your previous salary by like double, All right. and then we're going to put in all this experience, and then go to the job interview and just tell them that that's what you've done. And then I got the job. Yeah. But then I felt weird about it, because I was, I was like... But it was the recruiter guy that really lied, right? Yeah. Well, you lied. You, you were kind of like Soul Man in that way. Remember the movie Soul Man? Where, where the guy pretends like he's black? Well, he now pretends to be black. He takes mel- melatonin pills or something like that. So, so well, It he, just helps you sleep. I know, but... Uh, melanin? <laughs> melanin. <laughs> Can you take melanin pills? Look, look. Can we take melanin pills? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But uh, he, he became black, but then he felt bad about it. Because he got there under false pretenses, yeah. remember? Yeah. No, nah, but once I started that working movie for these, was so great. Once I started working for these people, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah. You know. But yeah, it was a weird thing though. Like when the, the guy was like, "Here's your resume," and I was like, "Oh, I've like not done any of this shit." And he's like, "Oh, that's fine. They'll hire you this way." And I was like, "Whoa!" So I'm not telling anybody to lie on their resumes. This happens. I, I ended up doing a good job, but it was very, it was very awkward for a little while. Yo, Look, the right. resume. All you got to do is sell it when they ask you about it. Right. So what did you do? So tell me about your time working at whatever. And you're like, oh yeah, it was good. I did this. Good donuts there. Good coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was a little. But I always felt guilty about it because I felt like I cheated. You know. Well, what are you a fucking boy scout? Come on. You should have just felt like you won. Yeah. Right. It's true. Sure, 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 sure. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, my joint. Try our new dope on a rope. If you're tired of wet weed, give our solution a try. Listen. What are you confessing? Oh, uh, just wanted to confess that most of my education that I got at the Catholic school, mainly K through eight, you know, a lot of that, it wasn't mine. I had one of those parents w- that would do my homework for me. Nice. Really? And looking back at it now, yeah. It's Cha-ching. Pretty bad. Your parents did your homework? My mom did. 
She did. She's a, she's a, and she's an attorney. She was an attorney in law, and she would do most of my homework. Wait, it was because you had the inability book reports. To do it? Shit Wait, like were that. you high? Like what? I think I smoked pretty much of my whole life. Yeah, no, you're no. like seven or eight, yeah, and you're like, Mom, I'm too. I'm too hot I'm to too do high. this. Do this thing where it's like the, the no. homework is like, is this an apple or a pear? Circle one. Like, I'm too hot, mom. No, I think it was more like she knew I had at least some common sense, but school-wise, I was not good at, you know. And it would always come towards the end of the year where I'm like, yeah, will he will he pass this or will he won't? You know. And so then, so she did the worst. Uh, she to what well grade? I like I'm saying. Uh, probably like fifth grade or something like that, okay. where I just legitimately cheated and stuff like that. That's, uh, that's you started like, legitimately cheating in the fifth grade. Uh, well, yeah, Todd. I mean, come on, this is this is what uh, oh, yeah. Holy Trinity we're talking. Okay, about. We're, we're, but but we're we're confessing right now, so I can't judge. Oh, okay. Yeah, can't judge. Thank you, Father Tom. But yeah, see, I would always go to Father Tom or someone and be like, yeah, I cheated. Yeah, my mom did it. Yeah. Is that weird? Was she like compensating? Was it? I don't. I think it was more to just help me get my ass out of fifth grade, you know? Because <laughs> uh, to repeat it would be embarrassing. Okay, so here's what you should have done is you should have had her ass help you when you spent eight years at community college, correct? You should have had her do the work then. It would have been much more advantageous. I should have came back to her like, look, you got me in this position. <laughs> Fucking finish the job. Maybe that's why, because she was doing your work when you're in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. By the time you're in college, she's like, I don't know what this shit is. What is this shit? <laughs> Homework? I got to take it home? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I think your mother should confess. Really? I think that's poor parenting. Well, you know, it, it, it helped me mold me into the man I am today. Yeah. And you're you know? happy with the man you are today. You know, right? yeah, yeah. it's only poor par- parenting if you feel guilty about it. Well, I mean, it's only poor anything if you feel guilty about <laughs> it, right? Yeah. 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 I wish, I, you know, I I'm w- sure that she feels fine about it. I, I wish, I wish in my life that I felt less guilty for things, because I'm a guilty person. Hmm. I am the most guilt-ridden human being that walks this earth. I mean, I mean, I'm not the, I'm not like fucking Richard Lewis, but I mean, I feel guilty if I do anything. I, I, I feel horrible about it. Wow. Yeah, and I hmm. like, I, I will sit and I'll, I will, we will record a bunch of shows. I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> you know, like I feel guilty. I don't know what it is. And I used to not, I, up to about the age 30, no matter what I did, I felt no guilt or remorse because I was taught. Right? Mm. And now... Wasn't that nice? It was awesome. So then? I, you know, I think what happened was, I think I did enough drugs and it fucked up my brain enough to where I started to feel guilty about things. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but now I feel guilty for things. I guess that's good because it makes me kind of a better human being. You became a real boy. <laughs> I did. I did become a real boy. Yeah, sir. Oscar, what's your next confession? Oh man. Oh no. Huh? You look at this you have a grave look on your face. I have to confess something that just recently happened. Recently. Re- very recent. Like five minutes ago? What? <laughs> <laughs> I told my shitty story. For the last couple of weeks. Weeks. I've been I've been holding off for weeks. I've been I, I've been getting nagged by my lady mm. about something that you I, I feel in extreme embarrassment. So please be be kind. Yes. Her new thing now is that she wants me to. It's this have to do with shit? Yeah. It poop on me? No, I'll say that for later. <laughs> uh, no, she wants me to put gas in her car. 
Okay. And she wants me to wash her car. Really? Yeah. Could you tell her what the drought that... Uh... Well, like, if her car needs washing, she wants me to be the one that takes it. She doesn't want to take it. And she wants me to fill up her oh, tank. Oh, take it, not actually wash it yourself? No, take it. Yeah. What do you... Oh, that, I mean, that's just... I mean, my wife, if, if she needs, like, a, a oil change, I take the oil change, or I will actually wash it with my hands. All right, but you will do it. You won't make her do it. I mean, all right, so here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, with car stuff in a male-female relationship, I do, feel... Do you change the tags for her? Well, like, actually put them on? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you do, do that? that. Anything dealing oh. with the car is you... It's kind of man job. Oh, fuck. All right. It's not all like right. you're being, like, a bitch. It's not like, you're, like your, 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 your girl is just, like, beating you down. Normally, she changes my tags. Really? Wow. Eh, she's, she's the one with the... With with the you know with the wrench in the car, and but I'm, you don't. But you just stick it on there. Yeah, yeah. It's not that hard. It's not. I, that, I'm, that, I'm saying, what the fuck, Miss Daisy? Like, why why are you Morgan Freeman fucking having to having saying. to drive her fucking car so, around? Drive so around. for the longest forever, yeah. I've just been trying to ignore this issue. Oh, okay. And so the like, car's gotten really dirty, or no? It's not even the dirt issue. It's the gas issue. The de- the gas issue is more of a, an important thing to her. Than so you both drive up together in her car, and then you put the gas in it, or she makes you drive the no, car somewhere. No, she wants me. The car is parked at the house. And she wants. She to- wants me to take it out, get gas, so that she doesn't have to get gas in the morning. It's ridiculous. Oh no, that, no, no. That that's uh, that. well, you know, I've done it on occasion for my wife. I've done it on occasion. But as and, a, and when you, you do you it, you got to nip when, it in the bud. And when, a, and when you day. do it, do you pay for it? Well, I mean, we're married, so account. it's all the same money. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. So yeah, I I feel like that's like she should just be out getting her own gas. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. On occasion, like once once every two months, she's like, "Hey, Oscar, you know, Poppy." <laughs> like, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, take the car out and, and throw a little gas in it. And, like, you know, go try to do your next errand and put some gas in it. Right. That makes sense. But just, like, wild out, and, you know, middle of the night kind of thing. She can do that on the way to work. Right. Another another thing slightly related is that she she doesn't like it when I smoke. She doesn't like me smoking, like, when we're together. She yeah. doesn't like, like, you know, I'll go, we'll go out to eat. Then after we get back from eating, I'm like, I'm going to have a cigarette. No, no, don't smoke. Don't smoke. But she throws cigarettes at me when she wants me to do something. Wow. Oh, so she bribes you with like, your cigarettes. Like, like she'll be like, you can go outside and have a smoke. <laughs> oh. Get my car. That's a great A manipulator. Get my car. Yeah. Pump gas. Get gas into mm. my car. Bring the car back. And before you come back inside, you could get, have another smoke. Okay. You no. can, so you can get two smokes. And I'm gonna get gas in my car, oh, and I'm like, damn. She can't have. She can't have damn, both sides. She's good. She can't have both yeah. sides of the the thing. It's either there's no smoking going on, or there is, or she lets you smoke. You can't. You can't have both. Right. Like my wife will not let me smoke anything but a cigar. Right. Well, never, the- ever, 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 ever. ever mm-hmm. Except for the actually the other day, I was blown a butt with Elliot at a at a bar, and she was out there. And she's like, "You smoking?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't smoke with Elliot." You know, I don't I don't smoke a pack a day anymore. You know, but she can't have both sides of the argument. She can either allow you to smoke, or she could say, as part of our relationship, because smoking's a big deal. Like it's not healthy. As as part of the relationship, I, we cannot have you being a smoker, and that's that's acceptable. But 
you can kind of smoke when I allow you to smoke. That's BS. You got to call that. You got to call that BS. Yeah, man. So that, that's like a thing. It's like, you know, it's like sometimes it'll be little things like, hey, why don't you go have a cigarette and take out the trash while you're out there? Oh, what? Oh, oh. And I'm like, oh, I get to she's smoke. just baiting you. And then I'm like, man, I wasn't even thinking about having a cigarette, but now that you mentioned it, I think I want to have a smoke. She's yeah. toying with your addictions. Don't 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 she's let so her good. don't let her talk to my wife. She's so good. My wife, <laughs> she's, she's so good. She's so good. Well, you're, she's in your head, man. She yeah, knows. you're like the five hundred pound person, and she's like, you could have some bacon right now. You know, she's fucking mean, man. That's conniving. That that is that That's is conniving. an amazing manipulator on many levels. She's really good. Now, I would I would venture to say. That a woman that's doing that is manipulating on fifteen other levels. Like this is just the tip of the <laughs> yeah, iceberg, right. Right. Oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. of the manipulation. Oh yeah, dude, you don't want to know. That's <laughs> <laughs> for another show. So it was the old uh, the old line, uh, Richard Pryor, when uh, Jim Brown came to him to get him off the cocaine. He sits there, and Richard is like, has the pipe in his hand, and Richard's like, getting ready to smoke, and then uh, Jim Brown goes. So what you gonna do, Richard? <laughs> like that was his whole bit. Like mm-hmm. Richard's like, I'm gonna have another smoke, and Jim, big ass Jim Brown's like, Is that what you're gonna do, Richard? <laughs> there you go. So yeah, man, that's my confession. My confession, and oh. this uh, this goes with my wife. This is a, a tough one in a room of men to admit. My wife plucks my eyebrows. Good God, man. Hmm. Do you have unibrow? No. So why do you need to have them plugged? And like you do this how? You 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 I, lie she, down? She, she shapes them. She kind of puts them in. so Because I'm getting a little bit older where they get a little wild. You see like old men and they got the crazy wild Ed, As- Ed Asner eyebrows. Yeah. Right? Mm. And so my wife, well, she will uh, sit down on top of me and she'll <laughs> grab the tweezers. Right. This sounds very sexual. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, it is. And No, it's not. And then she will sit down and she'll get the light right and then she'll twist my head like, get over here. And then she'll, nah, nah, nah. and then she will pluck my eyebrows. But wait, look. That's pretty good. They do look good. They, it's pretty Ein Zering uh, 90210 right now. Yeah. It's pretty, it's, it, that's, that's what I'm calling the trim at. But the, you don't want them to be so plucked that it looks like you pluck. Like right. you probably never would have guessed if I didn't just admit this. She she uh, never cholod you, like took no. way too much off, or you you're, you got to put some kind of product on that shit. No, but I always feel weird if I let them get a bit wild because I have I I could never do it by myself. Right, I could never sit in the mirror. Like every once in a while, I get a wild one, I can knock it out. And yeah, uh, yet you have no problem plucking your nose hairs, right? Oh no, I told you I had the I have the shaver thing that doesn't hurt. You do that now. You do that? Well, we we did a whole show. About I, well, that's what I'm, I, I was hearkening back to an old episode where yes. you said you just plucked your shit, but since you're older now, I you said, weed whack. And the, the weed whacker. Yeah. Now, but for the eyebrows, my wife will sit me down. She goes, "You're getting a little wild." And then I feel weird. I go to work the next day, and I know the people who see me every day go, "His eyebrows look good." <laughs> what happened? Did they really? Yeah. So is it wrong for a man to have his eyebrows plucked? I mean, it's not like if if I was like Noel Gallagher and I had like a fucking huge unibrow, then yes, that you, you would want to cut that out as to not look like a Neanderthal. Yeah, it's rough, man. I don't know. You know, I think that it's it's interesting because like my nephew, he's ten. Yeah. Wow, he's ten now. He's ten. So wow. 
we were hanging out in Palm Springs this last weekend, and we're at the pool, and he comes up to me like really like seriously, quiet. He's like, "Deal," which is like uncle. Yeah. I get a unibrow, <laughs> and I'm like, "All right." Mom plucks it, mm. and I'm like, "All right." What's wrong with that? Yeah, that's okay. If you don't want to have a unibrow, I get unibrow. No, that's not good. So, did, <laughs> so, so then, so then, I had, right? So, so then, I had to go into like the whole like uh, you guys know about this like basketball player. I think it's Jabari Parker. Okay, yeah, I think it's Jabari Parker. Not, don't quote me on that, but he has the unibrow and he yeah. lets it, he lets it fly, and so he has the whole thing. Like he has like a whole uh, bit, which is fear the brow. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. So I was like, there's this great basketball player. You have to look him up. I was like telling him. Fear the brow. Then he got all happy about the idea of like letting his his brow fly. Be, right. Being a real ass man. Let yeah. that freak frag fly. I, you know, there's a lot of prejudice against the unibrow. So I would say like, you know, as just because of all things for people to have a problem with you about, I'd say take care of that. Like I'm all about being yourself. But, you know, if you got to wear wacky unibrow, it takes you two minutes right. to take care of once a month. Like, yeah. it's, like that. it's like those idiots. You see them in LA, stuff like that, that just shave one side of their face. You ever seen this? Mm, no. Mm. No? You've never seen people walking around with just... I worked with, in many bookstores, shit like that, where people were allowed to let their freak flag. You fly, know? yeah. Yeah, just flying out, come to work, half-shaved, like... Nice. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I, uh, you know, back in the day when I was working at Nice and Put One Callous X, Adam Carolla was known for having unibrow. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like he'd always talk about his unibrow. So I was sitting like with a guy, Dave Damashek and uh, some of the guys at the office, and Dave Damashek comes in, and he's like, guys, I got an idea. Right. got an idea about how we're going to make the show get real big. And I was right. like, all right, Dave, what do you got? And he's like, we're going to go up to all the billboards in LA, and you see like these Oprah billboards off of, uh, you know, La Brea, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, he goes, we're going to make a unibrow. <laughs> and so we're going to do huh. graffiti so you guys down? You guys want to do it? And then Dave was trying to get us to do uh, this unibrow thing on all the... Well, you you were on the street team, dude. I was like, I'm down, Dave. Yeah. Whatever Dave said, I would do. Yeah. But then, uh, I don't know, I think Dave Le- left the show or something. It didn't work out. But it was like a, it was a big idea by Damashek. Let's go around the table. One last confession. Buck Perez. All right. This one is serious. I didn't want to bring, bring the show down. Nothing like that. But I do need your help, guys. Yeah, you killed a man. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Just to watch him die. I was in Reno once. Yeah. Shot you know. a man in Brooklyn. Just to... But uh, no, seriously. There have been a few shows on it in the last few years, stuff like that. I am a whore. A hoarder. Nice. <laughs> a hoarder. Oh, dude, I was in your... Okay. So, okay. I was in your car the other day. My family... Wait, wait, wait. This needs to be discussed real quick. Okay, yeah. My family, uh, actually, looking at it right now, I kind of inherited through... You know my family. Yeah, I do have hoarders in my family. Yeah, and it is a it's a it's a fucking problem. Like <laughs> it's it's a big fucking problem at this point, and I don't know how to deal with it. Like approach them with it, because then again, these are loved ones who, you know, helped raise me. Yeah, and I'm kind of having to be like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Like check yourself, you know. Yeah. But then I realized too in my own life that it it affects me as well. You know. How does their hoarding affect you? Just, I think, how I was brought up. Like, I didn't spend a lot of time in my own house. I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house with my aunts, stuff like that, people like that. And that's who, unfortunately, 
had the hoarding problem, stuff like that. So I would I would be around it, but to me it just seems you laugh, but to me it just seems like it's something that's n- like for you it'd be unsightly and ungodly. Yep. But for me it's like, oh okay, well that's just what it is. You just getting her hoard on. Yeah, just getting the hoard on. <laughs> you gotta well, keep some shit. Sometimes. Honestly, honestly, Todd, like uh, a lot of hoarders, I I think too are Irish. I have no idea why, but I think the the. The it's hoarder, potato famine. It's the potato famine kept... Like, you got to keep everything. The like, hoarder Irish mentality is kind of like one and the same. Because yeah. I've known many like just straight up Irish families, ward, stuff like that, who, you know, looking at their house, they share the same tendencies as we do. Yeah. You know? So that's the thing too. Is it inbred in me? Is this part of who I am, my culture? You know, as an Irishman, feels like a lot of excuses. Okay, well, I don't know. If I you're mean, confessing, if you're confessing, it I'm, means I'm you know saying, it's a problem, right? Uh, yeah, I'm saying you don't need to ramp up so hard. And all right, just, well, you know that that might be why I drink a lot. I don't know, but, Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but uh, you know, this is something where you know recently too. I mean, one of my aunts. I'll just say it. It, it is my aunts, who unfortunately she has. You know, she's ill of health. You know, recently, and. She, but has lots in, of issues of National Ge- Geographic in the garage. Oh, right? man. Tons of them. <laughs> tons of fucking newspapers, Daily Breeze from like two years ago. Don't save, save that. It's beat off city. That was before Obama got reelected. We got to save that shit. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, I don't know what to do with it, dude. And it's to the point where, you know, it's, it's mainly, I think, with that disease too, it's kind of like an embarrassment factor. Yeah. Like, they don't want, like, <clears throat> she could have someone come over and, like, check her out be okay with it you know not on like a hospice level but just someone to take care of her she doesn't want to do it because she doesn't want people to see the fucking house right you know so it's like i don't know what to do you come from a family of hoarders now buck the other day (laughs) when we were at the funk fest yeah i got in your car right and you very kindly drove me home from the funk fest because my wife left early right and i got in your car and you had just started renting this car oh it's been a minute it's yeah. been a minute. But, yeah. I mean, you hadn't had the car that long to accumulate. Right. There was, like, literally two feet of what I could only construe as garbage. No, no, no. In the front seat of the car. That's that's junk mail? Okay, there's junk mail. Yeah, it was, it was junk, in there. junk mail. There's uh, There was some, some fruit in there. There Mc, was... No, no, those are those are apples for apple pies. Some McDonald's the, the, bags. The, yeah, there was McDonald's. Yeah. And then the entire back seat also was like, basically, you were driving around a dumpster. <laughs> like, nice. Well, you know, it's how I roll. That's how I roll. And, and I'm not judging, but you I say a, that you have hoarding in, your, hoarding in your family. Well, I warned you before you got in. The maid's been out of town for about two weeks. Right. You know, so that, that, that's a good joke. Cuts I, the ice, but, you know, it maybe doesn't prepare you for it. I mean, it, it, it was just something. It was, it was just a thing. Right. You know, it was like, all right, I'm in Buck's car, and this is how Buck rolls. That's fine. I would love to just sit and litter my car full of shit all day. It's, but I'm married. Right, exactly. And then my wife would get pissed. She'd get pissed off. And, so, she, and she'd make you drive uh, drive to fill the car up with gas. Oh, wait, that's Oscar. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, Oscar, your last confession. Dude. Wait, no help? I don't get any advice? Father Clean your Tom? your car out. <laughs> Sing Waiting on You All five yeah. times. Yeah. Sing a Waiting on You All by George Harrison five times. That's Shine in the names of the Lord and you'll be free. That's why I should tell my aunt. The Lord is awaiting on you all to awaken and see. Nice. Yes. Oscar. Another recent one. Uh, started doing Zumba. 
What? Really? That's chick shit, right? Ooh. Yeah, dude, thanks. Yeah, well, you, have, thanks you have lost some weight recently. <laughs> thanks for reminding me. But what is Zuma? It's like dude, a weird dance. The, the, the sad thing is that the, the, the second confession that's part of that is that I'm the only Cuban who cannot dance. <laughs> 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 only one, dude. Only one. You're known for your hip action. Wait, did, did, dude, were you not taught to dance as a kid? Not, not taught. My sister, amazing dancer. My parents, great dancers. But, but did her? Did your parents teach no, no. her and not you? No, I don't know. Like I was wondering. All, all I know is that is that at one point, like I I thought that I could do salsa. I'm a Cuban. I could do salsa. Right, just naturally. So we went to some salsa classes, and like day one, I'm like, I'm I'm in, dude. I could do this shit. You could play guitar. You have good rhythm. It was horrible. You always had great rhythm as a guitar. Player. So I paid for six salsa lessons for me and my girlfriend that's another confession yes it is and she's told me we're just not gonna go anymore after wow. the third one it was oh, that bad that hurts so now whenever we go out and she wants to dance she has to get someone else to dance with her oh that's that's, oh, that's so sad she has to or well i just say go on and dance with well whomever I, you know, my wife has tried to get me to do dance lessons, but I was like, that's that's the last thing that's going to happen. That's actually, I because I'm, I'm a horrible dancer, but I did not come from a culture of people who dance. So as a white man of English, German, Cherokee descent. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it's, no one expects me to cut a rug. But you as a Cuban. I'm, I'm expected. It's right. like our, our buddy Jim. He's, he's Mexican, one of yeah. our closest friends. I've seen him wreck shop on the he dance dances. floor. He dances. Boy can dance. Yeah. I cannot. So, I don't have it. So, <laughs> so, so anyway. So then, you, is so is then, your mom, mom and dad embarrassed they, to have you as a they, son? They don't know. Really? No. I'm, I'm, I would never confess it. This has never it come would, up? It would, it would be just, a huge. Just in, in family events, I'm just like, oh, no, I'm going to. Go do something else. I'm gonna go smoke. <laughs> I'm sorry. So anyway, yeah. So that's like a, it's a good thing. So then I started going to these Zumba classes with my girlfriend, and then before going, she was like, "Let me teach you some of the moves for weeks before you go, so that you don't embarrass us." <laughs> yeah. When, when you show up, <laughs> it was terrible. I'd like to see you do the Running Man. I just want to see what. Isn't that the Running Man? I don't even know. It's pretty good. I don't know. It looks like some. Yeah, but it involves your the legs. Running man? I don't know. It involves your legs. No, you, I know the marathon man. Is, I, is it I, safe? When I see you dance, it looks like you're you're an old person in rehab. <laughs> sad thing <laughs> is, sad thing is that I used to think I was a really good dancer until I realized I was not. You, you, wow. You, you're as good of a dancer as I am. That's I would say. and I thought that we were both really good because we used to always go out to the clubs and dance. Man, now I know that I look like a like I was dancing like a prick. <laughs> didn't realize was it. it the alley G like yeah. what is it about ecstasy that makes you dance like a prince? right I like to thank everybody for listening to the Faro Podcast Buck Perez oh thank you Oscar Tayeda sir Look at me When you wear your high hole boots With your hip hugger suit It's alright You're out of sight And you wear that cute mini skirt With your brother's sloppy shirt I admit it, girl, that
that I can't dig it. Then I said, Soak 'em, soak 'em, soak 'em, soak 'em, soak 'em now, baby. You're catching your feet on me. 